When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Somehow or other, I don't associate our next guest with this song. Just, uh, I don't see him rocking out with a blunt in his hand, uh, you know, and his hand on some baby's butt. But you never can tell. You know, you can't never tell. Hey, uh, it's Rich Lowry from the National Review. He's a great guy. He's all, he's all, all over these uh, Sunday morning talk shows and other shows during the week. Just a brilliant pundit, I guess, and columnist, for, as, as I mentioned, for the National Review. Rich, good morning to you. I love Quiet Riot. That was my favorite song when I was eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe I believe that actually. I really I do. Had a cassette tape. Seriously, I listened to it in my bedroom. I'm dating myself, but no uh, I love Quiet Riot. Well, and look how you turned out, right? <laughs> Your parents were worried uh, he's going to be some yeah. sort of Abby Hoffman type, and uh, no. Uh, hey, listen, Rich. Uh, let's pick up where we left off in the last segment. Uh, we were talking about DeSantis uh, versus Trump, et cetera. Oh, just coincidentally, you wrote a column that not uh, about two or three days ago, and it is entitled "Is Donald Trump Boring Now?" And you come, you write it with a caveat, but uh, I'll be interested in hearing you elaborate on it now, if you don't mind, Rich. Yeah, I, I write all these all these Trump columns with huge caveats. Now, <laughs> it just seems to me we've talked about this a little bit. The, the focus on 2020 is uh, I, I don't think does him any favors. The uh, you know all, all the jokes and jibes that were so so fresh and new four or five years ago they're, they're largely the same. Um, so I just w- I wonder if some of the entertainment wa- value is being lost there. On the other hand, you know he has hu- hugely enthusiastic crowds. Um, my, where I am on Trump running is 70, 70, 50. So he'll 70% chance he'll run, 70% chance he'll win if he runs, and then a 50% chance he'll win the general if he's a nominee. So it's it's up to him. You know, the most important thing that's going to happen in this race is is whether he decides to run or not. You know, it's funny, Rich, you say he's got a 50 percent chance of winning the GE. And you're probably right. It seems that the country is split right down the middle. And certainly the last couple of years, it has leaned blue. But who's he running against? Like, as we say, he's got a chance of winning. Like, Biden's not going to run again. This has been a complete disaster. He's looking for Jimmy Kimmel to save his ass now. Then you're really in trouble. So, <laughs> right, Pete Buttigieg, uh, uh, Kamala Harris, we don't even know who's going to run against him, so that may be better than a 50-50 chance. Pocahontas, right, who knows? Yeah, so I, I make it 50-50 because there's, there's so much, it, you know, who knows? Maybe he's running in the middle of a recession, and this is a 65% chance. Maybe he's running against Kamala Harris, and it's a 85% chance. It's impossible to know, but I think the Democrats are just desperate for Biden to run because there's no alternative. But, you know, the, we, we watch TV every day. There's, there's serious doubts whether he'll – He'll be up for it, you know, and it's uh, two more than two years away. But, what I'm saying, but if, if, if like you're going, if, if you're that. going, if you're going fifty-fifty because you think the country hates Trump, I think they hate DeSantis too. The uh, they don't say gay bill. Everybody mm-hmm. talked about that. Everybody they hate DeSantis. You go back to what he's done with masks and COVID. Not nearly as much as Trump because Trump fires back like nobody ever can. Not Cruz. Not DeSantis. Not anybody. But uh, the country hates DeSantis at this point too. The haters, I should say. Yeah, I mean, the, the, no one—they don't—they don't hate anyone as much as Trump. 
And, and I agree. I agree. You know, one of my hesitations about Trump is so let's let's say he wins again. What, what is that going to look like? You know, imagine what you know. We saw through what the resistance was like in in seventeen. What's it going to be like in twenty five? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there are assassination attempts against his cabinet members. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't want what you do to be determined by the insanity of the other side. But I just think someone else would have a much better chance of being able to focus on a, a governing agenda and actually move the ball. But again, it doesn't, doesn't really matter what, what I think. The, the most important factor in this race is, is what the guy in Mar-a-Lago thinks and ultimately does, whether he gets in or not. You can't argue with the results of uh, you know his juice. You have J.D. Vance. You have uh, Dr. Oz. Uh, Georgia aside, that was a unique case. His juice not so much uh, a factor there. But either way, Rich Lowry, I don't want to belabor it, so I'll move on. I want to ask you about something that really repulsed me over the weekend. Talked about it a little earlier, which is the uh, the arrest of, of, of Peter Navarro. I mean, that is a political persecution. What they did to this guy uh, is d- d- discussing this January 6th commission. I mean, we're sliding towards fascism like at warp speed. What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, what's good for the goose should be good for the gander. Eric Holder was held in contempt of Congress, um, and as someone pointed out on Twitter, went to dinner the next night, you know, uh, the, the, the the same day. No problem, no issue. He wasn't in shackles. No, The FBI didn't hunt him down, and you, you have this happening to Peter Navarro. So my, my reaction when I first saw this, I, I tweeted, apparently, you know, the January 6th committee and the FBI want to get Trump renominated with 80 percent of the vote. You know, <laughs> there's just a, a, going to be a huge reaction to this sort of stuff. And no one is, in, is interested in January 6th as they think they are. You know, I don't think these primetime hearings are going to get them anything. We, we kn- know what happened. You know, they're not really adding anything significant. But I think they're, they're warming up to trying to charge Trump with a crime, which, which will be a, a huge benefit to him politically. Rich, uh, one of the things I love about you is you're multifaceted. You love sports. You're a big Yankee fan by their playing great, by the way. And uh, you know your sports, too. You're not just enthusiastic, but you know what you're talking about. So me and Bernie are in the same exact boat, right? Steve Kerr, Golden State Warriors taking on the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals. And Kerr, whose father was murdered, by the way, by a gun. Kerr is uh, wearing, not just Kerr, but all of them were wearing these shirts last night, end gun violence. As if me and Bernie don't want to end gun violence. Only he wants to do that, you know. So he wears something like that. And while clearly it's, it's right, it's good, we agree with him, it annoys the hell out of me. He's annoyed the hell out of me for years. How do you feel about it? Uh, same. Um, you know, I, I thought we were sort of winning the battle against uh, woke corporate stuff and woke major league stuff, but it's it's cropped up again after these shootings. You know, you had um, the the Rays and the Yankees. Their Twitter feed was taken over by this this gun control group that t- tweeting out things that are, that are false or at least dubious about guns. You, you have this with the NBA Finals. So it's it's really annoying. They don't know what they're talking about, and it doesn't convince anyone. And it's all virtue signaling. And and then you have the you know same thing going on with Pride Month. You know we can't have a Pride Day or a Pride Pride Week. We have to have a Pride Month, and everyone is making everything rainbow. I mean the Brooklyn Nets tweeted out something. You looked at it and looks like a, a test pattern on an old TV. <laughs> like we're going to need more colors to keep up with all the yeah. stuff. More letters and more colors. So I just think it's it's ridiculous, and it, it does. Um, irritate most people. Lou Rufino is going to play a clip uh, here of Joe Biden. It's clip cut number five. Uh, these people, uh, and, and the sentiment was uh, expressed all over the Sunday morning shows yesterday, 
that, that there's no problem here. That, you know, you know the, the economy. Cut number five, Joe Biden from Friday. Uh, I believe it was Friday. Cut five, please, Lou. Since it took office, families are carrying less debt. Their average savings are up. A recent survey from the Federal Reserve found that more Americans feel financially comfortable than any time since the survey began in 2013. Uh, so everything is fine. Um, Americans are financially comfortable. Forget about inflation. Uh, you know, forget about the gas prices, all that stuff. I mean, and again, uh, it's Putin's war that caused the gas prices. Prices. Uh, we're doing everything right, and everybody's happy. What do you think, Rich Lowry? Yeah, I mean, he's just focusing on on everything but the elephant in the room, which is inflation, which hits everyone's pocketbooks, which is effectively eroding wages. I mean, wages have declined over the last year or two because of inflation, and he can cite whatever numbers he wants, but everyone feels it and sees it, you know, at the the pump and and elsewhere, and it's eroding away in one of the foundations of his presidency, and and may indeed create a recession, you know, and that next year because the fed needs to try to land this plane which isn't going to be easy so it's all it's all misdirection and it's not not particularly convincing to anyone nine times out of ten before i ask you a question or even bernie i can figure out what which lowry is going to say i'm going to ask you something i have no idea what the answer is going to be no idea how much time did which lowry spend the last week watching the jubilee in england (laughs) (laughs) none none (laughs) <laughs> now, now, listen, now, now, we don't either because we're on record, me and Bernie, saying that, uh, and we like Queen Elizabeth, God bless her, 70 years, good for her, but for the most part, these people are some of the worst people God ever created. <laughs> are you in the same boat? Well, she's, I mean, she's wonderful, right? I mean, she's like the, the one person in the world that cares about duty more than anything else yes. in, in her institution, so God bless her. But the, the, to the extent I've paid attention, you know, it's been looking at the Daily Mail and whatnot just to see the photos of, of Harry and Meghan being frozen out. I mean, that's been wonderful. <laughs> With that, That's worth celebrating. The whole world has been celebrating that. Absolutely right. Otherwise, my discretionary TV time's all, all been about the Yankees. Uh, so, so uh, listen, Rich Lowry, uh, you mentioned Pride Month, uh, you know, a whole month. I mean, they've achieved what they look what they were looking to achieve, starting with the Stonewall riots back uh, 30, 40 years ago. But uh, the latest thing is this uh, transgender gibberish, this uh, this grooming uh, situation, where they're trying to indoctrinate kids and are actually uh, effectuating it. They're actually doing it in schools, which. Uh, which, which precipitated the uh, Parental Rights Act down in Florida that you mentioned earlier. And uh, now you had this thing. I know you're on Twitter. You saw what happened in Dallas, Texas, parents taking their kids to a, a strip club to have transgenders in thongs, uh, you know, doing splits on the floor and having these these kids, these toddlers, put dollar bills in their stupid thongs. It's all on videotape. Uh, did you see that? And what do you I, think? Of I, I missed that and, and wish that's something I, I didn't know. <laughs> so, really? It's be, yeah, oh, my. It's perverse. It's it's awful. You know, it's everywhere. These people are insane and they have to be stopped. And I urge everyone. I haven't watched the whole thing myself, but the, the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's um, operation has this new documentary, What is a Woman?, where this guy just kind of deadpan interview with some of these gender ideologues. You're talking about Matt, know, Matt, Walsh. Woman? Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh, right? sorry. Yeah. And, uh, and, and what they come up with and how offended they are by the question is, is so it's damning, disturbing, and hilarious at the same time. These people are 
nuts. 60 seconds to go. You mentioned the Yankees twice already. Uh, they're playing. <laughs> oh, you mentioned them first. I did. <laughs> and they're, play, they're playing 722 baseball. Aaron Judge is out of his mind. Nesta Cortez is, is Ron Guidry, the next coming. Uh, they never lose. They, and listen, they got 108 games to go, but after 54 games, and they're 39 and 15, after 54 games, if the Yankees don't win it all this year, doesn't matter what you thought back in March, are you going to be disappointed? Yes. Wow. But, uh, but no, no guarantees. You know, the, the Dodgers lost last year. They had a fantastic team. The Mets and the Dodgers look good. I don't know what the I, – I, it must be – would it be the 80s or 2000 when New York had the, both the Mets and the Yankees running this hot? It's, yeah. it's hard to remember when, when they were both this well, they Well, they played so, in the Subway Series in 2000. So Yeah, but the Yankees kind of – you know, they were a little bit at the tail end. I mean, they, yeah. they won the championship that year, but they're yeah. sort of tailing off. I You know, I forget what the Mets' record was, but to have them both this good in the regular season is amazing. And uh, very, it's great, great for New York. Everything else sucks about New York. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. baseball season. Rangers and the Rangers. Oh, and the Rangers, yeah, congrats. Yeah. Still Come two on. wins away, two wins away. Hey, that Met win versus the Dodgers last night was incredible. What a great game, man. It was just, yeah, there's something special. Something's happening here. Uh, we could see the, the reprise of uh, the year 2000. The Subway World Series, uh, keep hope alive. Let's hope it happens. Yeah, so it's, it is an invitation to all of us going to the Mets-Yankee game. Is that still still a live proposition? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Right, do it. Done. It's going to be me, you, Bernie, Eric Adams, and the guns are. <laughs> <laughs> the guns are. We're going to need them. Listen, Rich Larry, thank you so much uh, right, for, for appearing on the Bernie and Sid. Great job, Rich. Great job. Right, there he is. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.